I believe that unlocking the future of leadership will largely come through women. This transformation needs women and men who together are able to help humanity move beyond its current state of crisis. Welcome to Create New Features, a show about thought-provoking ideas and practices you can use to create and shape your future in life and in business. Join Avi Shahar, author and innovation strategy consultant, as he shares his proven strategies that have helped clients create breakthrough results. Aviv has guided executives at Fortune 100 companies, and now he wants to help you. What is the future of leadership? How must leaders embrace change? How will our leadership role models evolve or remain the same in coming decades? This is Aviv with a new episode of Create New Futures, and this one brings the focus to leadership and specifically to the future of leadership. As the global landscape continues to shapeshift and society experiences rapid changes with the confluence of technological breakthroughs, economic and cultural tremors, and tectonic geopolitical transitions, leaders at all levels are challenged. If organizations are to leverage the opportunities that such volatility presents, Our concept of leadership and our notions of how leaders operate must be tested and updated accordingly. In a recent Create New Futures webinar, I was asked what I admire about women who are in leadership positions. In this podcast episode and in the written key, I develop further my initial reply. My intention is is to encourage you to build your own coaching and communication versatility by using this conversation to demonstrate how I apply framing and reframing skills to provide context for my responses. As I take you through this interaction, I'm going to externalize the thought process that led me to my response, to offer you visibility and access and to help you download and apply this approach in your way. In most situations, the way a question is framed defines a playing field with a set of parameters and a map of meaning that outlines the reasons for the question. The first principle that guides me in my work and shapes my response is to improve the client's condition and outcomes. In that sense, answering the question is secondary to placing it inside a broader context by reframing it. To deliberately serve the first principle of addressing the situational need and offering the highest and most sustainable value, I reflect on questions such as, what are the beliefs that frame the question? What other inquiries are concealed within the stated question? What is the deeper need and or the unexpressed request conveyed in the question? How might we elevate the question to unleash a new versatility in the inquiring person by addressing the need inside out so that the problem is disarmed and no longer poses a challenge? How can we recast the context and what is a way to reframe the question? Let me show you how this process plays out in my work with executives 
by examining the question I was asked and the process by which I addressed it. The question was framed in the following way. What have you found to be common traits among female leaders you admire? My first response is a reframed version of this inquiry. Here is what I said. Let me first answer a broader question. What are the traits I admire in leaders, both female and male? Here is what guides my thinking in this reframe. I believe that humanity is in a gradual process of resetting centuries of patriarchal and masculine dominance, and that women truly hold critical keys to the leadership transformations the world urgently needs. My observation is that a more effective path to facilitating this shift is found when the first guiding principle of the conversation is leadership and its requirements. Therefore, I ground my response in this broader context by saying, let me first address a broader question. What are the traits I admire in leaders, both female and male? Here is how I proceeded to respond to the reframed question. The first trait I admire in leaders is that they demonstrate that they are work in progress. They are on a journey of learning, growth and development, and they invite us into our own transformation and growth by exposing their own. The second trait I admire in leaders is self-insight. So much of history is, as the word says, his story. History, his story of the harm caused by leaders, mostly men. A key requirement for the future of leadership is to do no harm. For leaders to meet this imperative, they must have deep self-knowledge and the capability to build on their strength while balancing their weaknesses. I propose that leaders must be guided by the needs of the ecosystem they serve rather than by their ego's needs. These two characteristics, self-awareness and the ability to be deeply attuned to the ecosystem and the purpose they are called to serve, must be present in leaders at every level. The third trait I admire in leaders is the capacity to address issues at the vision and strategy level as well as at the practical and pragmatic level. Leaders must see both the forest and the individual trees. Those who do so inspire me with their ability both to frame global issues and to address local needs and be relevant with their capacity to connect and integrate the universal with the personal. I admire their ability to articulate sophisticated concepts and to address head-on the simple and the obvious with focus and clarity. Here is how I progressed to respond to the original question, building on this broader context that I just framed. I appreciate these three traits in leaders regardless of their gender. However, I believe that unlocking the future of leadership will largely come through women. This transformation needs women and men who together are able to help humanity move beyond its current state of crisis by leading large and small organizations to whole new levels of collaboration, reciprocity, and consciousness. One characteristic that I've observed in women who lead is the strength of character 
and confidence in their leadership. Confidence that is free of the need to compete with men in a masculine way. I'm inspired by their presence, vision, capacity to integrate multiple inputs, and the ability to demonstrate principled, adaptive, intuitive, and analytical responses all at the same time. I'm fortified by their fearlessness in approaching tough situations and by their readiness to be vulnerable and by their resilience, persistence, discernment, wit, humor, and kindness. Because no one person can have all these characteristics as well as all the other skills and competencies required of leaders, self-insight is an essential leadership aptitude. Moreover, effective leaders bring intuition and insight into the people's talents and strength and encourage these natural gifts to help unleash their fullest expression. In short, my observation is that the future of leadership is found in the above traits, as well as in the know-how and capacity to inspire others to lead and to promote self-arising and self-correcting distributed leadership at all organizational levels. Increasingly, leaders must be able to catalyze, convene, and facilitate these processes and possibilities. Naturally, many women are at the forefront of this shift towards more enlightened and sustainable leadership. I expect we will see a growing percentage of women in leadership positions as this shift gains momentum in the coming two decades. Now it's your turn. Turn the key. What are the traits you admire in leaders? How will you evolve your leadership? What opportunities are available for you to inspire others to step into their leadership roles? Thank you for listening. Aviv always encourages his clients to identify the one or two ideas they can move forward into action immediately. What will you capture and apply today? You can always begin with a small action and then build momentum over time. When you move forward from an idea to action, you get immediate ROI, return on the time you invested, and return of learning. And then the learning cycle builds the success propulsion. One more thing. You can reach Aviv directly by phone and email to discover how he can help you create a new future for your business and organization. Creating your new future can begin today.